On the island of Oahu is the city of Waipahu. Its name, translated as water forced up, comes from the rushing springs found there. Once the island's capital, the royals of the Kingdom of Hawaii would gather here to drink from the cool, clear waters. But with Western civilization settling in, the city went from riches to rags. Several Asian immigrants were contracted to work in the sugarcane fields. Names dismissed, they were only known by their assigned numbers and were paid very little for their labor. Under these conditions, the workers became numb and detached, leading one man to make a harrowing decision that, all these years later, still haunts the grounds of Hawaii's plantation village. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> I'm Megan. Sorry, no. I just sniffled so loud in the mic and I didn't even think about it. What are you doing? You made a fake. Oh, no. Yeah. What is- oh, my gosh. That reminds me. Of- We're having tummy troubles. That reminds me. I said at work. The, the hottest other- girls do. Yeah, I said at work. I was like, guys, we missed a hot girl today because I found a lactate package on a plate (laughs) uh listen it's so funny but true just call it like you see it okay yeah anyway welcome back hello happy thursday hey i'm really tired right now i'm not i'm gonna be honest with you i've been outside all day the sun decided to show itself and my ivory skin could not handle it i don't know it was overcast no okay no the sun came out for like a tiny bit there at the end and it really did me in it really did me in all right oh miso's making biscuits like sensual biscuits okay no cats don't make biscuits they make bread because you can overwork biscuits really quickly you can knead bread all you want oh let it be known cats make bread yeah but that's hard to i mean good luck getting that change kneading dough just kneading dough okay just say that because you don't want to knead biscuit dough too much because the butter melts and then you don't get the laminating Mm -hmm. overworked oh oh my goodness gracious i don't know (laughs) i don't even like you anyway welcome hi for the second time we are somewhere exotic today that's is that that's probably wrong to say i don't know know. i i get it's tropical it's tropical that's a better word for (laughs) it we're in Hawaii. Hawaii. I'm glad we didn't say it stupid. I, I wanted to kind of, but we've had an episode on somewhere in Hawaii before, so this is that's true. Not new territory, I guess. But it's, we're just we're revisiting Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Have I ever been there in real life? No, absolutely not. No, Maddie has. I heard she went sometime eons ago. Wow, bet that was nice. I bet it was. <laughs> Anyway, so we specifically are, we're in Hawaii. We are in Honolulu County, Hawaii, in the town of, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it right. I'm going to do my best. I have like a little bit of no knowledge of how to pronounce word. Like you, I feel like you say every vowel like has its own sound. Yeah. Regardless of it. So So I believe that we are in Waipa'u. That sounds Hawaii. right. So, like, sorry, that was probably really, uh, you know, white of me. But I feel like that's pretty darn close. I know. Well, we went to 
we had uh, Mexican for dinner earlier with mom and dad, <laughs> and I know mom's going to hear Can this. Can I have I'm, a quesadilla? No, I'm calling her out on it, because John said it right. He got the burrito gigante. Yeah. And oh, she's yeah. like, giganta. Oh, my <laughs> God, said, giganta. gigante. And she's like, he, gigante. I said, stop it's, saying the G. Just, a whisper, gigante. And I know I'm still saying it very American, but... It's fine. At least I'm closer than Giganta. Can I get the giant burrito? <laughs> Very big burrito, please. Mm, that does sound nice, though. I haven't eaten dinner yet. It was a very big burrito. I mean, the name implied it, so you really should not be surprised. <laughs> it was scary, y'all. But anyway, we are in, I get to say it one more time, Waipau? Mm-hmm. Waipau. Yeah, Waipau. So that's how I'm going to say it. Yep. And we are at the Hawaii Plantation Village, or villages, yes. plural. Oh, okay. I feel like, yeah, it's just, it's a village. I don't know. I feel like I've seen it written villages, but it's the Hawaii Plantation Village. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yes. And we've also covered a plantation before, or ha- allegedly a plantation. It's just one? The- Was it just one? Uh-huh. I can't. I mean, I mean, exclusively, yes, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not unfamiliar territory. It's. I feel like our last couple of episodes have been very touchy, divisive. Yeah, touchy. Like, yes, and we're just. Is it keep silly on, that they're touchy in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two? Absolutely, no. but like, hmm. I uh, yeah I. <sighs> But here we are, anyway. At the <laughs> anyway at Plantation Village, we don't even know the history yet, though. But I, I, I can only imagine <laughs> it's not great. I, I mean, we'll get to it. Okay, but first, we like to do our favorite little, our new favorite little tidbit, which is talking about basically covering the census of the city that we are covering. Oh yeah, the demographics. The demographics, yes. So. As I said, we are in Honolulu, Honolulu County, Hawaii, and Waipau has a, this is from 2020, population of, and this is sizable, 44,539. Wow. Yes, indeed. I don't know what I was expecting, but wow. Wow. <laughs> and it's currently growing at a rate of 1.2% annually, mm-hmm. and its population has increased by 2.42% since the last or sorry, since the most recent census, which recorded a population of 43,485 in 2010. So well, good for them. They're born. on the rise. They're on the yeah. rise. So the average household income in Waipau is, uh, if you remember last time we were in Florida, we were in, no, uh, I'm sorry, no. Yes? We were in Georgia. We were in Georgia. Point is, oh no, did we do demographic you did it that's why i don't have the information off the top of my head i'm remembering brooksville florida and if you remember the nicest way i can put it is it's pretty impoverished it's pretty rough in brooksville Mm -hmm. it'd just be like that oh we didn't have demographics for georgia because it was a lake it was a lake yeah there it is that's why i don't remember i I was like "Uh oh i can't remember either and i I did it (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you can barely find anything about the town that existed where the lake is let alone the demographics of that town yeah so anyway my goodness what a big jump from lady (laughs) anyway this is on the opposite spectrum of so the average household income and why i swear i'm not trying to say it a million times this is just how it's written and waipau is 
$105,254. That's average household income. And the national average is $67,521. They're almost double the national average. Way high. Mm -hmm. And their poverty rate, I mean, there's going to be impoverished wherever you go. It is unfortunate their poverty rate is 11.3. Three thirteen percent, and the national average is eleven point four percent. So we're pretty right on the nose. Par, yeah. Yes. The median rental costs in recent years comes to, it sounds ridiculous because of where we live, one thousand three hundred and thirty eight dollars a month, uh, where the national average is one thousand four sixty three. So again, That's pretty on par pretty average. And the median house value is so we talked about like i said before how brooksville i think the median house value was maybe a hundred something i don't even know if it was it wasn't like sixty thousand. i can't remember if that it was that or that was the average household income. income yeah but either way it was laughable because the national average for a median house value is three hundred and seventy four thousand nine hundred, and it's like we already went on our rant of like who can afford that Mm -hmm. with wages nowadays but that's okay because the median house value in waipau is six hundred forty eight thousand two hundred dollars oh my god what do they do there do you happen to know like the i unfortunately i feel like we usually just cover the same little tidbits so i don't know what kind of work is there Uh uh-huh but like holy cow i'm gonna guess like some marine biology and engineering is going on down there yeah um i don't know i'm I'm probably sounding very ignorant right now but uh yeah i i don't know what y'all are doing down there that's crazy yeah and i suppose it tracks because i mean the median household income is almost double what the national average is and their median house value is double what the national average is so it tracks for them it adds up yeah but it's just an insane amount of money right yeah i I don't know what they're doing down there but they're doing it right i mean my guess is i what i should have looked up was the cost of living because i'm sure that's all outrageous as well maybe i can do a quick search go ahead specifically yeah specifically considering uh travel for you know like cost of living in hawaii is probably insane Mm, oh yeah but anyway as you're looking that up the median age in waipau is 39.4 39.4 years old with the national average being 38.5 pretty okay. bo- most of this is pretty on par uh the average national average for males is 36.8 they are 38.1 national average for women is 39.4 here it is 40.8 hmm. did you find something i did find them so essentially when you're looking at cost of living 100 is your base level yes yeah the overall cost of living um can i guess this is for a homeowner no child care taxes not considered oh gosh uh can i guess sure is it surprising to you no not that now that i've heard these numbers no 150 is 176.2 oh my gosh almost almost double. double almost double food and groceries is 138 that doesn't surprise me imports housing housing uh so in 100 is the base the base level is base level Can I, is it over 200 it is 230 <laughs> no more it is 289.9 oh my gosh almost triple the national average and my one my guess here is because do you, because so many 
you know, components to building a home have to be imported, like brought over overseas to not overseas, but like over water. I don't know how you would say that. Yeah. I wonder if that's why it's so insanely high. And I mean, they have to pay the difference. They have to make it affordable to live there. Yeah, it says utilities are 177, transportation's 144, hmm. miscellaneous 123, health is 101. Huh. It's right on par, wow. but everything else is so freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. That's insane. So I I don't know. It sounds like super expensive. Like you got to have some money to live here. Yeah. I didn't even look up jobs, but I can't. I'm telling you, marine biology has got to be in there, in that mess somewhere. And it makes me wonder, you know, a lot of people retire out there. And I feel like not just everybody retires out there. Like, well, no, because the median age is pretty low. I was going to say people with money are like, I'm going to retire on Hawaii. So maybe that's where the money goes. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, back to our numbers. Sorry, anyway, that yeah. was that housing just got me messed up right now. No, that's okay. Yeah, uh, so hold on. According to the most this says according to the most recent ACS, which I will be 100% with you. Still didn't look that I, up. I don't know what that No, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the national the census American census ACS. Yeah, census starts with a C. I know, but I I'm society. Just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the racial composition of Oh gosh, I guess this is what the people of Waipahu is called. The of the composition of Waipahuas is again mm. I think I killed it. I think I killed it. <laughs> I'm very excited. It. Sorry, <laughs> nailed it. Uh someone's are, you know, ten listeners in Hawaii or whatever are gonna be like, these idiots. Like they've already turned us just off. Just know that we're from <laughs> Indiana and we are painfully, painfully aware of how we speak and how i i actually probably speak worse than <laughs> megan does i don't know what the heck i mean i, said I speak worse i know that's what I was like i think it's like thank you it's my twang it's the angst and the you wing. do have a why do I you have this accent i don't know i honestly don't know it's very frustrating <laughs> but anyway again i'm going to claim ignorance here i i am surprised by the composition of this town in hawaii so i'm keeping an open mind yes okay again maybe i'm just ignorant but what do you think because what we usually get is white african-american asian two or more races uh native native hawaiian and island pacific yeah what do you think is the highest percentage i would say island pacific you your your heart would tell you hawaiian or island pacific right yes no like and this is i feel no oh yeah it's actually like overwhelm overwhelming uh what the biggest percentage is and i just i feel stupid i do not know what i'm missing here but the largest percentage demographic in this city with 67.10 percent is asian okay unless they're grouping no a certain demographic well because then 14.16 percent is native hawaiian or pacific islander that's the next one that is then you go from 67 to 14 uh next is two or more races with 13.91 percent next is white with 4.2 percent 
uh-huh. black or African-American with 0.36%, other race with 0.18%, and we do have no- notable Native American with 0.09%. Oh, God. I don't know. I feel dumb, but, like, why? I guess I want to know. Not in a mean way, but what? how did we get there? Well, that's. I want to know what is they're considering Asian. Like, well, I mean, the fact that one of the options in this list of demographics is Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander. Yeah, like, I mean, it seems like it should be Hawaiian. obvious. It seems like it should be obvious that what that covers, but that yeah, that and seems... you know what, this isn't a smaller city. This is a city. I would call this a city over a town. It's almost the size of, of Terre Haute. Ours. Yeah, it's about twenty thousand shy. Yeah, forty four thousand some odd people. I just, I don't know. I was like genuinely surprised by that. Yeah, that is. Probably again, the only time you, I think we're going to see that. Right. Again, yeah, white is at single digit percentages. And there is a 30, 33% difference between the first and second demographic. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, thir- I said what, I was going to keep say it open. 33? Wow, I'm dumb. I meant 53. Oh. Disregard. Did you? Yeah, I'm dumb. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where that came I from. I brought numbers. I just know it was a big difference. It's a large difference. 67% to 14%. Yeah. That would be wow. 53. <laughs> I mean, maybe I should have dug. I mean, I feel like that probably has something to do with the type of work that is found there. And that's why it's so expensive to live there. But all of that is not really why we're here. I think that stuff is interesting. But we are here for other things. More exciting <laughs> things. Spooky things. Yes. Are we getting there yet? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> we're going to talk about building it. We're, we're, yeah, you have to build the, we're ant- the foundation. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> ha ha ha. Let's go ahead. I'm not saying it and talk about. We'll end the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, you better believe it's sitting in the back of my mind and I will absolutely end the episode. And you're going to forget. And it's OK. Shiver with. I think I didn't say you're going to shiver with anticipation. Yeah. And now let's move on. <laughs> let's see if we remember. And if you know what that's from. Good for you. Yay. <laughs> Someone here hasn't seen that. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch it eventually. I <sighs> Musical theater and I still haven't seen it. I know it's like a sin, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, let's talk about the history of the Hawaii Plantation Village. And this information is coming from beyondhonolulu.com. Uh, something mm-hmm. like all we have to do is go across the water and it's like wow this stuff is so what like how fancy i don't know <laughs> we're not reading i don't ghost hunts usa i don't know you yeah. know what i mean um i'm surprised it's not only in your state i'm trying to think of the other ones we've used but angel fire oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so this article is coming from beyond honolulu.com it is called hawaii's plantation village a journey back in time and this was last, it wasn't published, but it was last updated back in November of 2016. Okay. Step back in time to when sugar was king. I don't know why that's in quotes, but it's in quotes. <laughs> Maybe in, it was their yeah. village, their, I don't know, slogan. <laughs> I don't know. Step back in time to when sugar was king in Hawaii. Long before Hawaii became the 50th state, mostly pure Hawaiians roamed the islands. It was an independent Sorry, it was an independent Pacific nation. 
Sadly, foreigners brought with them diseases that nearly decimated the population of true Hawaiians. Rich landowners sought elsewhere for labor laborers to work with Man, let's be be be. Rich landowners sought elsewhere for laborers to work their sugar plantations. There was nothing wrong with that sentence. It was all me. It was all me. Hawaii's plantation village takes you on a journey back in time before all of the above happened. The first immigrant workers came from China between 1823. You know, I'm sorry. We know all the history is here. I'm silly. I just was building. Well, you know what. <laughs> the first immigrant workers came from China between 1823 and reached a peak between 1852 and 1897. Clearly, that has not changed. Mm-hmm. That's that's my words. That's not them. Like, obviously, yeah. we're still very skewed. The first group of Japanese arrived in 1868, Portuguese in 1878, Puerto Rican in 1900, Okinawans in the early 1900s, Koreans in 1903, and an influx of Filipinos in 1910. Lots of Asian. Yeah. Just pouring in. It makes sense. It sucks how they got there, I guess. I I will find out if it sucks. I mean, maybe it was very nice working conditions. I mean, (laughs) well, I'm going to guess since we're at a plantation... And they sought for other laborers elsewhere. And it's allegedly haunted. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. The So now Hawaii is now made up of a mixture of these descendants from these countries. The increased demand for sugar drove the huge immigration to Hawaii. As a result of the California Gold Rush, the Civil War, and the Reciprocity Treaty of 1875, Hawaii was granted the right to export sugar to the United States duty-free. All of these factors returned huge profits to the Hawaiian sugar plantation owners who kept trying to capitalize on the situation. So, I mean, we're just just talking basic capitalism here. Yep. So, Alive and well. Yeah, so basically, no, not good. The labor force was first paid with coupons or scripts, which they could redeem for merchandise at the plantation store. (laughs) (laughs) Now reap the benefits of all your hard work by giving us the coupons that we gave you back for your hard work and that's what you get basically a pat on the back and a slap in the face (sighs) yeah the workers were not recognized by name but were given metal discs called bangos with stamped numbers for identification that sounds eerily similar to something else does it not uh yeah yeah i okay i didn't go with the first obvious real thing i went with (laughs) Lamest. Oh my gosh. Two four six oh one. Yes. Yeah. Or a little bit sadder, and actually this predates it pretty well in advance, so I wonder if it had any kind of influence of World War Two uh Jewish Oh yeah, the prisoners. Holocaust. Yeah. yeah. The Holocaust. That's I mean, that's where my brain went second. It should have been first, but Lamest came. And like I know it's not it's not funny. Like they were not recognized by name. They were recognized by numbers, but like a bango? Like yeah. that's really what you're gonna call it, a bango? I get I mean unless it's an There's Asian that. term or see that's the Midwest twang. Bango. bango. Like I know I got a bango. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I haven't played bingo in a minute. Oh, you were saying, I'm saying bingo. bingo. <laughs> Jesus. I thought, I thought that 
translated. I thought you were just really playing up your accent. After wave my bingo wings around yes. for you to get it. Bingo. <laughs> anyway, let's move on and stop making fun of this really sad As situation. We're not laughing at the situation. Oh no, my god. It's really it's really poopy and it did come before World War Two. I'm sure stuff like this was happening all all like Jeez. all throughout time and in different variations and we just don't know because we like to learn the happy things the mm-hmm. good things just just sweep that under the rug anyway hawaii's plantation village was established to give tourists an experience similar to that lived by the sugar plantation workers oh god uh-huh it is an outdoor history museum that tells the story of life on hawaii's sugar plantations between 1850 and 1950 the bad times Mm. the village includes restored buildings and replicas of plantation structures including houses of various ethnic groups and typically typical community buildings i just what an odd thing to do like you know what would be cool a an immersive interactive like jump back in time to a plantation (laughs) in the way that these people lived that sounds like a good cash grabbing idea i mean i feel like they the history definitely needs to be told and not forgotten um you know need to pass the story down now i don't know how i feel about yeah like here just something fun for the kids yeah no it does feel a little weird just flat out it was established to give tourists an experience similar to that lived by the sugar plantation workers. Can you imagine? So what, do you not get, you don't get a name when you check in? Like, here you go, 24601, you get plantation room. Well, that's five. what I'm saying. Can you imagine if there was an interactive, uh, like, anything in Germany? And- Let's all <laughs> go get sugar, everybody. And then that's what's called child, child labor. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of, it was like a story probably on TikTok or something like that, but they basically were talking about how they took a field trip one time to a cotton field and they had these children picking cotton. Oh my god. And they god. were there were 100% African American children in this class and the parents found out and they're like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Jesus. It's like it's fun. Eight. This is what they used to do. Like, you mean my grandparents? Like, hop off, get out <sighs> of here. That's not good. <laughs> the the foresight that some people lack is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Explore a living history museum, including the plantation store, community bathhouse, infirmary, manager's office, and botanical gardens. Make oh. sure you really make sure you check out that community bathroom, though. Oh, yeah. I just, why? I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe this is weirdly painted, a weirdly painted picture of this situation. But, like, I wouldn't want to live that. I don't want a no. community bathroom. I want to be naked in peace. <laughs> like I, I don't make it a community effort. Like, and I'll be honest. I picture the plantation store, like the Scholastic Book Fair, when yeah. you walk with your coupon. <laughs> right. I mean, you get your coupons. You work all day, and you get a coupon to, work, to buy back what you worked on all day. That's just good for you. That's all I'm picturing. Is Scholastic Book Fair. But listen, Bla- Scholastic Book Fair was like. 
oh man i was a elementary sucker. school i was a sucker for those science kits and like spy kits oh, and stuff yeah Lord. i of course i was not super interested in the books i'm like i want the spy <laughs> glasses i want the you know the science experiment thing I wasn't a big reader then not a big reader now <laughs> <laughs> they should have they should have known a long time ago that there was something wrong with me Kelsey, like, <laughs> i'm not joking there's nothing wrong with people who don't want to read no well no my retention's like a hard time paying attention a hard time remembering things i couldn't remember to write down the things to tell my parents that what i learned in school so i could remember what i did oh. and nobody stopped to say like maybe we should do something they're like quit being stupid i mean i always <laughs> encourage people to read but it's okay if you don't like to read but you should no. try it sometime <laughs> should stop no i like to read i just have really bad i can't pay attention for very long i have bad retention skills like i'll read a bunch of chapters and then come back and be like huh what? and like have to go all the way back and start over again oh no oh i don't know i'm reading my best friend's exorcism right now it's a good book go check it out still reading flowers in the attic i'm about (laughs) no i'm got i'm about two thirds of the way through now we're almost there okay i only get to read a little bit at a time i told you that i have a child right please i have a child oh my god that was really good what in the world thank you we were just talking about we were just talking about titanic too we can't keep getting on these tangents. oh billy zane this is what (laughs) (laughs) this is what fifth thursdays are for and we don't have one for a a while yeah well, I was going to say is the My Best Friend's Exorcism, the book that I'm reading. Literally, the quip at the bottom says, if Tina Fey had directed The Exorcist, this is what you would... Yeah, I know. It's kind of wild. Oh. <laughs> it's like a comedy horror. It's a dark comedy horror. I don't know how to explain it. Mm. But go check it out. Don't check out... Like, don't go get sugar in the plantation fields. I don't know what to tell you. Like, go to this place. <laughs> but what just... It seems weird. All of this to say it seems weird yeah so there are more than 25 authentic plantation structures several artifacts from that era including art clothing and furniture can be found in their original settings exotic unusual plants brought by the immigrants can be sampled sampled how like like sampled i'm I'm, what am i implying is that a weed is that a weed (laughs) i don't know i don't know i'm calling the police i'm scared okay Entrance to the village is very affordable. A gift shop feature a gift shop like it is Scholastic Book Fair. The gift shop features cookbooks, toys, handmade handicrafts, and ethnic music. Wow, cute. Oh my gosh. Besides the handicrafts, you kind of got handicrafts okay Uh, surprise the handicraft is a sugar cane you pick yay (laughs) so you can take tours here surprise surprise and the tours usually last one and a half hours and are available in english and japanese on request hawaii's plantation village is operated and maintained by the friends of the waipau cultural garden park they strive to ensure that the sacrifices, struggles, and contributions of the plantation forebearers are acknowledged as the cornerstone of Hawaii's multicultural society. So, like, it, it sounds like they're trying to make it a respectable situation, but mm-hmm. on paper, I'll be honest, it just doesn't sound very good. Clearly, they're doing something right, and I'm sure it's not as offensive. I mean, if you took people from their home unwillingly that like they were they were not willing to go with and 
that's still slavery, even if you did give him a scholastic book fair. <laughs> right. So it sounds like they're trying to be, you know, respectful of the history and what have you. But like I said, on paper, it sounds kind of offensive. They probably are doing something right, though, considering people are still going to this place, still doing tours, still apparently wanting these interactive experiences in the sugarcane fields. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the old, obviously, you're talking about what they do today, which I don't know if they downplay what happened there and and it's not to say oh that they didn't gosh. treat them Whitewash, terribly if you will i don't uh-huh. know if hawaii could necessarily could technically whitewash their history but i mean the term i understand what it means right. but yeah it's i don't know if they downplay like if they were treated really badly and they act like they weren't or if i mean you still took these people from their homes and if you were nice to them you're still forcing them to do this laborious work yeah so that is without touching base on the haunted things what i have for the plantation yes whispering sweet nothings oh, over there he no had to burp. i was gassy i see <laughs> oh yeah the the hot girl tummy issues yep been fighting it for this whole time <laughs> and it's gonna continue to struggle <laughs> i think i see like a sheen of sweat are I'm you not sweating <laughs> uh but yeah that's what i have for the hawaiian plantation village it's it's weird because it like low-key has a pretty dark history that they've sort of put a little bow on and they're like look at how they used to live like i don't go to underground railroad sites and go look how they used to live like i don't do that yeah i don't know maybe i'm missing something here but I mean, let's just go to Hawaii sometime. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad about it. Let's find out. Let's. But hopefully you have, because like like you were saying, you were wondering about the fate of like these workers and how bad it actually was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something you're going to touch base on, but it was hard for me. Anytime I kind of got in that realm, it's, I started seeing haunted ghosts. Blah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to touch that. Right. Because that's, that's you. Fine. I'm going to cover it right now. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm getting my information from HonoluluMagazine.com. Wow. It was actually written the same year that your article was, which is weird. Yeah, mine was mid to late November 2016. Okay. Well, this came a little bit before. It's October of 2016. Okay. And the writer of this article they interviewed or met with the executive director at the time his name is jeffrey Haiga, i believe i don't h-i-j-h-i-g-a i don't know if that is Higa? probably Higa. Yeah. especially if it's like if asian, asian or, yep. yeah which also i didn't i don't know if i said the author of the article from beyond honolulu it was uh i shouldn't have brought it up ruth con Kongeki? Who wrote that? Yeah, Ruth Kongeka or something like that. I feel bad because I don't know. It doesn't sound like it would be like a a Hawaiian thing where you would pronounce all the different vowels. Uh If that's not the case, Kongeka? Yeah. I don't know. Not the same author, though? Diane Lee. Okay, close. Close. (laughs) I struggled. A little bit easier. Anyway, she says she also talks about how 
from 19 or 1850 to 1950, the Hawaiian plantation uh, or Hawaii's plantation village housed all the different immigrants that they brought, the Chinese, Korean, Japanese, Filipino, yeah, all that stuff. Today, the local guides are giving tours to let you visit the 50-acre village to learn about immigrant life back in the day. And that's all you touched on. Right. Of the 25 plantation houses, about half of them are reputedly haunted. I mean, I wonder why. Quite a few buildings. I mean, you're talking about at least a dozen. Yeah, I mean, when you set yourself up for success by stripping people of their identities and making them work in fields after you've taken them from their home countries, like, I mean, yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about white. (laughs) The Portuguese family house is said to be haunted by a ghostly young girl from the plantation's past at the Puerto Rican house. So... Most of the houses seems like they, everyone from certain regions were just... Yeah, they had them separated by where they came from kind of thing. Yeah. The Puerto Rican house, there are reports that the Japanese doll, that a Japanese doll mysteriously appears outside of its case. One worker claimed a choking ghost from the Okinawan house followed him home. Choking ghost. Mm -hmm. Okay. And sci-fi's ghost hunters team once visited the village and they reported paranormal findings wow hawaii's plantation village executive director jeffrey how did you say it hi higa i say higa maybe i'll just jeffrey i'm I'm feeling pretty (laughs) confident on that one well he admits that he did not believe in ghosts when he first started working there in 2006 so that was 10 years before this was written that changed after he was forced to deal with numerous supernatural reports from visitors tour guides workers and haunted house actors okay people aren't allowed to work alone in the houses anymore actually because of this as a safety precaution they have to work in pairs okay (laughs) because of the stuff that happens i mean that's pretty pretty serious stuff and Higa doesn't vil- visit the village alone anymore either. So he is now a believer and he brings his 55 pound collie to work with him. <laughs> I don't know if he's still doing that today. That was six years ago. All right, I hope they're still alive. They live forever. That, yes, I'm sure he's alive and well. Uh, Jeffrey said he's a collie. He never barks, but all of a sudden he'll stop and he'll bark at something and there's nothing there. And I go, I don't want to turn that corner. <laughs> Also, a Same. collie that doesn't bark, like... I know, that's why I said... What kind of collie do you have? Hello? A collie uh, mix? Something? I, d- I don't know. They're... I... They're not super loud, and they're not, like, barking all the time, but I don't know. I feel like they're easily spooked. Oh, well... The first house that you actually visit on your tour is the Portuguese house, so you really can't avoid it, and that one is haunted by the little girl in the white dress. Good. The It's after you pass the temple, I guess. There's a temple building, you get the Portuguese house, and it greets you upon entering the village. And no one apparently knows this girl's name, but she is a playful ghost who often appears to kids and mothers during the daytime. Okay, so it we love like, a good residual. Is it residual or, or is it intelligent? Because she's, pl- it's that's a weird one because it depends on what she's doing, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Like if it's interactive, then it's intelligent. Yeah, because if the kids and moms are just trigger objects, she could be doing the same thing every time. Yeah. 
Anyway, Higa says she initially appeared to us when we had school children here. We wouldn't really know about it until one of the children would ask who the girl was. So apparently this happened frequently. Mm -hmm. One of the docents, a Filipino woman who works there, claims that she felt something touching her hair and shoulders. And then the woman immediately ran to Higa after her hair flipped over her face. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, bloop, just Ooh, like a uh, Grave Encounter like, style. Oh, oh you woo. hit the mic with your pony. <laughs> I just whipped that pony I around. I whipped my hair back and forth a little oh too much. Oh, my gosh. That song. I hate that song. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she did so many better things since then. <laughs> but no, that gives me, like, uh, Grave, Grave Encounters, Encounters vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she vowed that she would never set foot in the Portuguese house again after that. Yeah. And that's when Higa called a minister to investigate. He said that Reverend Cahu Silva, man, came, I was really waiting for a Warren. No, came by the house three times without informing him he was on the property. So the oh. Reverend just like showed up on his own accord. Okay. He just said the first time he went through, he said he felt a heavy male spirit in that house, specifically the Portuguese house. Mm -hmm. And then the third time he came, he said he felt that the same male spirit in the front bedroom, or he felt that same male spirit in the front bedroom in a different location. Then, after asking Higa and the family, or the family, the female docent to meet him at the Portuguese home, Silva, the reverend, used holy water to bless every window and door inside the house. He also used Thai or tea? T-I? Is that tea? I, I don't know that one. Uh, tea leaf and Hawaiian salt to purify the house. Maybe tea. Maybe it's just because it sounds audibly correct because of, you know, T-E-A. Tea. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. T-I leaf. Higa says the reverend told him, quote, the good news is the spirit is a good spirit. She feels very close to this area. She is protecting the houses. And so we don't need to worry about her. She's not an evil spirit. She's not. Mm-hmm. And then the minister turned to the guide, the Filipino woman, and said, but she's very interested in you. Oh, oh my out. gosh. I know. That, like, that would mess me up. <laughs> the guide said, I don't want her to be interested in me. <laughs> I don't know who she is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You'll never hear me say something like that. Oh, Everybody interested in me. <laughs> the reverend told the woman she is interested in you because she has never had a mother. Oh, oh dang now it's sad yeah I that know. took a turn he like made it creepy and then he's like because she loves you yeah well the docent started to cry oh my gosh he recalls asking what do you mean she has never had a mother everybody has a mother right? yeah as the story goes the girl's mother abandoned her abandoned her as a newborn after taking one look at her I mean, I guess, like, you have to be brought into this world somehow, so in that way you have a birth Technically, mother. yes, somebody birthed you, but... Does, I mean, just like, the on the other hand, like, does that make you a mom? No, because you dropped her off when she was a newborn, so clearly you're no more a mother than... Yeah, she took a single look at her and said, no, no. And then the husband was forced to raise her alone. Without daycare, the man tied his daughter to a table or chair when he went to work in the plantation fields. I don't know if that was out that it makes me wonder if that was out of like 
protection. Not torture. Not torture is like a weird word for it. Yeah. Out of maliciousness or if it was out of like, I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know what to do and you're just a tiny child. Like, yeah. This is the best I can come up with. I couldn't imagine, like, now that I have, I'm one of those people now that I'm a mother. Now I yeah, have a child. Right. But could you imagine tying Jordan up to something and being like, bye, I'll see you in nine hours. Right. And especially at her age, because we don't know how young this girl is. Like, Jordan literally cannot function on her own right now. No. that She would wouldn't be make it three hours without screaming her full-blown head off. You yeah. know, blowing vocal cords, whatever. Jeez. Anyway, moving on. One day, there was a fire in the camp. All the plantation workers rushed back to the village to help put out the fire, and they were are, they were deathly afraid the fire would spread when one wooden house caught on fire. Mm-hmm. Bitter and ashamed, the man went inside the house and realized he could either rescue his daughter or, quote, get rid of his problem. Okay, so maybe maliciousness. He decided on the latter, and she died in the house. I, I don't know. In no circumstance am I going to excuse that. Was he an unexpectedly single father? Like, uh, no, I mean, no, it takes two, folks. I don't know. Like... I don't there's so was much it of depression that, right was there's so it? much of that story that's missing is there mental health issues is there mm-hmm. whatever like or narcissism or something like there's too much missing to make assumptions so I will not yeah but like in no circumstance is that probably the correct answer I feel like he was not in his right mind or he is just actual scum of the earth right but the young girl, I assume that she was a couple of years old, is my guess. If she's old enough to play with people yeah. and kids, she's got to be at least a few years old. Mm-hmm. So they believe that because she lacked a maternal figure, her spirit is supposedly attracted to women who are mother-like. Um, he said, my guide was crying and shaking. I don't want her near me. I don't want her touching me. I don't want her bothering me. Um the reverend got really mad. He said, this is a gift. You have to understand she is reaching out to you. So you can't reject her. You have to understand her story. It's a very sad uh, backstory. <laughs> yeah. But that feels a little much. Yeah. I, it is kind of like you're putting a lot of pressure on somebody, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. But for about three to five years after that incident, the girl did not bother anyone in the village until last year, and that would be 2015, and recently in that current year, 2016. Mm-hmm. He says she appeared before some children two weeks ago. So that would have been like September, beginning of October of 2016. Yeah, yeah. He said, I guess she's starting to come back now. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. So... I- I don't I don't know either. <laughs> now, I mentioned all the different people who've experienced something paranormal paranormal there, and one of them was haunted house workers, if you caught that. Yes, yeah. So, for a couple of nights every year for Halloween, the Hawaii Plantation Village becomes a haunted house attraction called the Haunted Plantation. Okay. And it is not a typical haunted house. Um 
there is someone, the Haunted Plantation creator. Their name is, I assume that's Noah Laporga. Laporga? Sure. They said, I don't want to build sets to make it look scary. Instead, they rely on the village's creepiness at night. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Just keep it authentic. A, a purist. They throw in some fog, spooky music, and at least 50 costume actors hiding in the dark corners of the houses, and boom, you've got yourself one of the scariest haunted houses in town. Right. The director started the Haunted Plantation almost nine years ago in 2006, nine years being at that time, of course. Mm -hmm. He does the actor's makeup from the sad-looking clown to the disfigured faces, at first, he was skeptical about the reports of the plantation's hauntings, like most other people that worked there. Yeah. Initially, only a handful of actors, including Laporga's family members, helped with the haunted plantation. About six years ago, so that would have been 2010, Laporga says his mother helped to scare unsuspecting visitors inside the Portuguese home. So they would scare them into the house. God. Right. It's like a scary movie. She felt something tugging at the keys inside her jean pocket. Okay. They said, we're thinking it was the little girl who was just curious about the Hello Kitty toy in mom's pocket. Dang it. <laughs> Dang. But not all the stories are playful. One haunted house actor who was scaring in the Portuguese home last year, 2015 for Halloween, reported strange bruises on her legs, and it looked like someone or something had grabbed her, and another actor experienced the same thing. Gross. During the nine years of the haunted plantation, Laporga says about 15 to 20 actors will quit, or have quit. Mm-hmm. He said there's one house where people get physically choked a lot by something they don't see. What? Oh, I don't like that. He recalls one female actor claiming that she felt pressure on her neck and could barely breathe in the Okinawan house and she never returned. Oh, yeah, okay. She peaced out for real. If you're brave enough to explore the haunted house for the plantation, he recommends visiting on the last two nights because the lines aren't as long. Just don't go alone. Right. For, like, all of that and then this practical, like, the lines are shorter. Yeah. But that's the biggest story is the little girl. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't explain where the choking ghosts come from or the bruises, but I can only imagine some spirits are probably lingering. It, it just leads me to believe that it probably was probably weren't great. Yeah, that they weren't well taken care of. Yeah. Um, especially that freaking dad. I wonder if that fire wasn't almost intentional. intentional. Yeah. Probably by the slaves working there. I don't know. It maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's there's so many missing pieces to this. I don't know. Yeah. Motives. All motives. <laughs> but I think it's it is interesting. I'm still not a sure if i'm on board with the get to live like a slave for a day thing but it's yeah <laughs> even after hearing what you said i'm still skeptical like it still sounds weird yeah and then it's almost worse that they've turned it into a haunted house like they are really milking this i'm going to assume not great history <laughs> yeah as as most people do yeah i the history is interesting. I mean, from what you've told me, it is 
it's something that needs to be talked about. Like, definitely don't forget about it or say it's not real. Yeah. All you Holocaust deniers. deniers yeah. Jesus. Like, the Earth's flat. And it's, all of you can just... Yeah. <laughs> so frustrating but whatever these things need talked about they're hard to talk about but you should talk about them because we're you don't want history to repeat itself yeah please please (laughs) but that's really all the haunted history on it i know it wasn't a ton but it was a sad backstory there's not a lot of times you get something with a sad past like that, I guess. You know, this or little that girl you that feel, just didn't understand. Yeah, or that you feel sympathetic for ghosts. It's always big black and all these scary things. Oh, and yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. here's a little girl that doesn't Mr. know Nasty. what to do. Be- yeah, doesn't know what to do because she didn't have a mom. She sees a toy and she wants the toy, so she tugs at your pocket. Like, right, and how awful is it that people are probably scared of her, like scream and run away from her, and she just desperately wants somebody. Now, now, it makes it... All the more sad that she just, no one will stay. Yeah. She gets left every day. Dang. Dang. I know. It really hurt me. I told you I'm a mother now. (laughs) These things are just affecting me differently. I guess so. But that's all I've got on the haunted history. It was, it was a sad one. But I think it was an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Even something as silly as I thought going over the census and the demographics and everything was interesting. Apparently it is unbelievably expensive. So bear that in mind. Yeah. I don't know what there is to visit. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. If you would even want to do that. Because everyone's like, I want to go to Hawaii. Do you? Like what? I don't know about there. But sure, yeah, check it out. I bet right. it's nice. Right. <laughs> it's not, it's no Indiana. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> but that's going to cover it for this week's episode. Next week, I think we finally get to re- go back and close up our trip to Alton. Oh, you're, you are correct. I th- yeah. I'm, I'm checking yeah. the calendar. I'm, It'd be right on the cusp. I know. It's oh, yes, be. it definitely is. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. It will be. So you guys will get the conclusion to our Alton trip next week. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back a couple of episodes. We've got a two-parter for a place we visited, which we haven't done for a long time. I think we've only done it two other times. We did it for Ashmore. And for Waverly. Yeah, and Waverly. So yeah, it's been almost a full year since we've done a two-parter episode. Yeah. So check in next week for part two of Alton, Illinois. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. Patient. The, the oh delivery was horrid. Gosh. The delivery was so bad. <laughs> Patient. Like I, it's like the musician who has you're the you're the you know the big crack the gong in the back that oh you play the oh, one note at the man. end of the piece and you have to count 830 measures and you lost track somewhere and oh. so you just go patient but i did it i forgot i'm glad you remember oh i did not forget i was quivering i forgot about shivering <laughs> with anticipation i forgot about Three minutes later, I'll be 100% honest with no, you. No, in the back of my... It just sat in the back of my mind the whole time. Just the whole time I was talking patient. 
Patient. Patient. It reminds I, me, I know you're getting sick of me saying this, but it reminds me of American Dad episode. Oh, man. <laughs> you're speaking Every, that into existence. Like, my phone is hearing you, and now when I scroll through social media, it suggests, well, really, it's suggesting Family Guy, but I'm just like, and I'm like, I don't watch Family Guy. Why are you showing me this? First, I don't think I've talked about this. Uh, I love American Dad. Roger is one of my favorite animated characters on TV. And there is an episode where they're doing a, um, oh, a telethon. They're trying to raise money. That For some reason, I remember that episode. There are some episodes that are like grained into my brain. And I think that's one of them. Well, there's a, they've got a, oh my gosh, they've got someone held captive there, I guess, I don't know, and he's a bomb maker, and he's hidden a bomb in the building, and Roger finds the bomb, and he goes to disarm it, and he pops his head out, and he goes, the bomb is disarmed, and everyone claps, and he's like, that's what I'm going to say when I disarm the bomb, yeah, right? Yeah. and they're like, oh my god, just do it, so then he goes, and he disarms it, he pops his head out, and he goes, the arm is disbombed. Dang, Dang it. it. <laughs> I remember that. All that to say you're patient. patient. Reminded me of the arm is disbombed. Dang it. <laughs> but you know what? It still felt good. It did. Mostly I'm like, I'm painfully tired, folks. I'm so ready. I whew. I know. I'm sorry. We'll wrap it up. No, it's I'm sorry I'm the way that I am. Oh, it's okay. okay. We will, we're just we forgive you every week. The, oh no, I, I need it though. I need it. Don't make me feel bad about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week for part two. See you back in Illinois. Yes, can't wait. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.